This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, there's some new things to talk about, Chelsea, in the National Football League because the owners have added some new rules and shot down others at the owners' meetings. The big one is that the number zero, the big zero is now an eligible number. We've seen this more recently in college football. But if you are a kicker or a punter, you can wear zero to 49 or 90 to 99. And I think anyone with the exception of an offensive or defensive lineman can all, are, are not eligible to wear a zero. So I think we saw Calvin Ridley is going to wear zero. Is this correct for the Jags? And there were, I mean, a lot of low hanging fruit yesterday. And I made one of those jokes too, like, which is the number of bets he should make for the rest of his NFL career. Zero, but we're going to see zero across the NFL. Do you like this idea? I don't think it matters that much. Like the number on somebody's Jersey, it feels like they try to push this and then don't talk Mm -hmm. about the ones that actually matter because also coming out of these meetings, the roughing the passer penalty, not going to be a reviewable play. This is the one that stuck out to me because we have seen how much these type of calls can change the outcome of a game. So I wish they would have actually adopted this rule into the NFL as opposed to saying, now we're not going to review it. It's just going to be one of those things that people are going to complain about all season long. I agree. This is the, that's the one thing that stuck out to me too. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is one of the, this is one of the calls in football that I feel like is wrong more often than it is right. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you review it? I, I think the only explanation I can come up with is that they're trying to speed up the game a little bit oh, to that brother. end. I know, I know. But like along these same lines, now, because the NFL is trying to speed the game up, a replay official can review any close fourth down play without a challenge from the coach. So you don't have to wait on the challenge. They can review that immediately. I think this is the reason. I'm not sure, but I think this is the reason why they don't want to review roughing the passer because as many questionable calls as there are in the NFL, and I'm not saying it's the right call, we would see reviews all of the time. This is the NFL in the nut, in a nutshell, right? Where mm-hmm. they make some rule that we don't like, but like, what are we going to do? Not watch? They have us in a chokehold. <laughs> right. It's like going to this nice restaurant that you're talking about. Like you got to order something once you're there, even if you don't like it. And even if you think it's too expensive, that's like the NFL. They give us whatever they want on a plate and they're like, eat it, pay for it. You know, you want it. And we're like, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, of course, sir. So it doesn't even matter. (laughs) These rules changes or the lack of rules changes. Like we're going to be watching it anyway. God, it's so true. And you know, what's crazy is that Roger Goodell is the worst at this. Uh, he tries yeah. to pull the Jedi mind trick on a regular <laughs> basis. Remember how bad the refereeing was at times last season? And he was asked about it. And he was like, I think the officiating is better than ever. Like, no, it's not. It is absolutely not. Like the fact that you had the balls to get up there and say, I think the refereeing is better than it's ever been. Like nobody believes that. Nobody. And yet he said it. And guess what? It's just like you were saying. He was like, deal with it. Tough. Yeah, it's. I go between thinking that Roger Goodell is either very unself-aware or he is just a psychopath or diabolical in some of the things that he says. And so, like, I don't know. Like, either way, it's not a good result. 
but still like what are we gonna do about it nothing so like absolutely who not. cares whatever put on browns falcons on a thursday night <laughs> and we're gonna watch it we're not going to listen to Roger Goodell, but coming up in 10 minutes, we will listen to Kate Constable from BetQLU in the action and find out how she's betting the Final Four. It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM. More NFL news, Double D, you better get ready because I'm bringing you in here. The Atlanta Falcons have named their starting quarterback, your Atlanta Falcons, Double D, and it's your guy, Desmond Ritter, who started four games for Atlanta at the end of last season, went two and two. Three for four touchdowns, zero picks. Falcons are four to one to win the NFC South behind the Panthers at plus 250 and the Saints, who are the favorites, at plus 125. Chelsea, do you like Desmond Ritter? Because I'm going to bring in Double D, and I know he's going to go with the old negatory ghost rider, I think. Well, what are the options for the Falcons? Like, they don't have much. And listen, David, I'm interested to hear your take on this because David was one that came on here and said, we don't want Lamar Jackson. He's not going to win us a Super Bowl. So, David, what do you think is uh, the ceiling with Desmond Ritter? <laughs> the number one pick overall next year in the NFL draft where they draft Caleb Williams. No. Oh. Tanking for Caleb Williams. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not riding for Ritter? I, You're listen, not doing that? Here's, here's, here's where I'm at with Desmond Ritter. It's a win-win okay. situation. Either he plays really well and proves that he can be the quarterback of this franchise, or they end up with a top five first-round draft pick and either get Caleb Williams or Drake May from North Carolina in next year's draft. And, yes, they actually do have a backup quarterback this year. In your guy, Jenks, the Heineke. Oh, Taylor Heineke? Oh, man, don't you know the calls for him are going to be loud and clear if Desmond Ritter doesn't get it done. So what you're saying is you don't want Lamar Jackson, but you'll take Desmond Ritter so you can get Caleb Williams. I'm saying, listen, here's my thing, and it's always come down to this. Would Lamar Jackson be a, a step up? Absolutely. That's That would be insane for me not to say from Desmond Ritter. But... The One, the cost is too much. I'm not giving up two first-round draft picks for a guy who can't even win uh, two postseason football games. Tyler Haneke can at least maybe win me one, and that's as many as Lamar Jackson has, is one postseason win. So, yeah, the, pri- the price for me at least was too high for not just Atlanta – but I think any team to pay for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, nobody's doing it. And the price mm. is too high for everybody. Isn't that what we've taken away from all of this? Is that nobody wants to pay the price that Lamar Jackson wants? Yeah, or wouldn't the they have paid it by say? now? Or at least made an offer by now, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, but Double D, going back to tanking, I think it's harder than it looks. I think the Texans are going to be right there. So what happens if the Falcons win too many games? And then you're stuck in that purgatory because look at like the Panthers. I feel like they do this every year. They like win too many games to get like the high draft pick. And then they're not good enough to make the postseason. Do you think the Falcons could be in that boat? It's a possibility being in the division that they're in this year that they, they right. could end up winning way more than they should. Too many games. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, there's a definite possibility, but as an Atlanta Falcons fan, 
I'm used to purgatory. So, you know, <laughs> status quo. Oh, like, yeah, it was 328 day yesterday. Did you see it. all the memes? Stop it. Oh, Joe, Stop it. <laughs> but you can't escape it. It's going to be the year 2057. And people are like, did you know it's 328 day? The, you know, the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead. And it's like, yeah, Grandpappy, you told me about that story years ago. I still to this day blame my neighbors who came down at halftime while I was outside uh, enjoying a little cigarette. And uh, they go, you're going to do it. And I said, shut up. It's freaking Tom Brady. And boy, was I right. Man, you know what I loved about that whole sequence? I love that you're having a nice little talk about the Falcons and Desmond Ritter and Chelsea's like, I think I'm going to cut him in the jugular right now. Go ahead, go for it. It'll be great. (laughs) For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.